Hey everyone, welcome back to the District 3 Podcast, episode 220. My name is Edivine. And this is Elena. And I'm Migs. And also co-hosting with us today. Jasper Logan. Hey, welcome Jasper. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. I'm happy to be here. Hey, and uh, Migs has actually been uh, doing Sober November uh, for now, what? How many days Woo. is it now? How many days is it now? Uh, we're on the, well, when the podcast comes out, it would be on the eighth day. Okay. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> you, I've seen you had non-alcoholic beer. Yeah. I saw you drinking Liquid Death, too, yeah, on Liquid Instagram. Death. I did. How has the journey been so far? Um, so, it was easy, like, the first two days, and then I had to, like, leave for work. I went to Tulsa, which was fun. Mm-hmm. I, I got to hang around with friends and... You know, do a football game, which is always a cool thing. Mm-hmm. But um, but I, I went and after uh, after the first day, oh, my my friends met up with me, and uh, we're like, "What do you want to do?" I was like, "I don't know. Like, I'm not drinking. You know, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm down to just like hang out and do mocktails." And, and and this guy, we used to hang out, and that's what we used to do, man. Yes. Yeah. And uh, anyway, we went out and. Like, first of all, I was a little tired, you know, and I never realized how much I depended on alcohol to, like, <laughs> pick me back up, yeah, you know, yeah, just to be, yeah, yeah dude, like, because I was sitting there, like, drinking, and, and I guess I did pick back up after a little bit, you know, like, like I did have a little, like, I, I just start having fun, mm-hmm. but, um, yeah, it, it just got, it was hard that day for me not to be like, all right, like, give me a beer, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so anyway. Well, well, we're proud of you. That's yeah. Eight days, yeah. that's yeah. tough. I, I went back to work next day. Um, oh, I was going to say, uh, I, I went to this little restaurant and I had, um, and I had, uh, I, w- I went to the bartender and mm-hmm. then they sent me at the bar, this fancy restaurant. And I ordered this, like, uh, what was it? Like this, this like lamb, like bone thing. Yeah, no, it was, it was good. But I was like, you know, like I'm doing this like sober thing. Can you get me like, can you get me something that like goes with this dish? You know, like I just really want to like yeah. pair the two drinks together. Mm. And then she was like, oh, like I love doing that. And then so she tried really hard and yeah. tried to hook me up with a, a good mocktail. W- with a n- good mocktail. And Did then I went to a Caribbean mm. place and I mean, yeah, they did the same thing, yeah. and it was amazing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I've been able to yeah, do. Yeah, good stuff. <laughs> but I, I, I was scared to because, yeah. because I've seen bartenders, and you're like, hey, I don't know what I want. I just uh, And they're like, come on, F-face. Like, yeah. just give me something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. So can, for the people that uh-huh. don't know, is, is there a reason why you're doing Sober November? Uh, you know, health m- mm. mostly. Uh, and, yeah. That's I mean, like, good. why not, you know? Yeah. And and I kind of help inspire you a little bit, right? Yeah, you you did. You know, and and I've been thinking about it for a while. Like, I should like drop something, man. Like, (laughs) you know, it's good though. It feels good, like, because I did sober August, Mm -hmm. and I did it during the summer, which is more difficult because that's when you really want to get a drink when it's hot outside. Mm. And there's just something about confronting your problems head on, like where you don't have something to rely on that takes you away from your problems. It's like you confront them. And you just feel good. Like, yeah. your body feels good. Your brain feels good. I don't know, man. I, I, like I said, I, I think I, I've been feeling, like, tired lately. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> is that because, you know, because usually I get off work or, you know, after, like, a long day. And I will, like, you know. They say if you drink alcohol, you never reach the REM state Which is in mm. sleep. Oh, so maybe oh. That's it messes up with your like, sleep. Yeah, it messes up your sleep. Yeah, Especially like, uh, yeah, because I've been sleeping. I'm like, damn, like, I'm just Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh. Well, yeah. once again, we're proud of you for doing that. Yeah. It is it is no uh, easy task. Especially when you're traveling. 
Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's harder. Yeah, dude. I mean, what am I going to go do? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and then, like, after a while, you're just filling up off my tail. It's like, dude, I'm kind of full. Like, I don't know. I, don't f- I think I just want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> you make good decisions, too. That's great. Yeah. Oh, but let me... T- that non-alcoholic beer, that felt delicious. Yeah. Like, mm. like, I had, like... You know, because I didn't have for a while, and it was my last day there, and I was just like, oh, yeah, like this, like, I think I'm drunk, guys. I've drank a couple non-alcoholic beers, and I'm like, are you sure this doesn't have alcohol in it because I'm pregnant? (laughs) And talking about that, we have both you and Jasper on on the show at the same time. Y'all are like, what, a week and a half? left for baby town any day now. any really. day oh that's crazy it could happen right now maybe tonight could we could have an emergency right we got the camera rolling in case something <laughs> happens <laughs> in case something happens but uh that's exciting though exciting and just as exciting as our guest today uh we're, yes. we're finally having him here in the studio he is kevin contra thank you for joining us yes, today sir, kevin. mr drink all your cores from your favorite liquor store kevin <laughs> 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 we tried getting you a few months ago but it, you were ha- what were you doing here at the library you had a, a class or something that you oh, were yeah, teaching yeah yeah, yeah songwriting workshop can you talk about that what you did yeah yeah mel right here at the library well first of all the library is cool you know and i remember talking about it with mel and she was saying like i feel like people around here don't don't know what uh what they've added here because they have like studios and stuff with like the cameras and like you can even like soundproof rooms and stuff like that and just get in your zone um the library here is cool um she uh she said i can uh, roll through and do a songwriting workshop and uh, i'm just talking about how how i write songs what kind of goes through my head um the idea of like writer's block came up mm. and uh yeah we had some people some uh, familiar faces and some new people and we just had a good time just talking about it mm, and I, I had asked you about coming on the podcast then and then you were like nah let, let, let's save it for this album that's gonna come out in a few yeah. months you were like let's just let's just wait for this so now we're here the big uh, day is here yep. yeah mm-hmm. that sounded like an infomercial by the way the library is cool yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they really do have a lot of things that people yeah, don't even do. know like when they do uh, when yeah. they give you a little tour and yeah. you see all the different things you're like yeah. man why have I not been using when you, yeah. when you start to feel like man I wish they had this whenever I was yeah. mm-hmm. you know in high school or whatever uh, yeah. It's like, yeah, that's, that's yeah. like, you, you can tell. Have you ever been to uh, that Rogers, the, that school of the, of the arts in Rogers? I don't think so. Yeah. New Tech? Is it New Tech? No, no, no. Arts Academy? Arts Academy. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I oh. went there because uh, we, we did a TV show f- and we, some of it was there. Yeah. And dude, yeah, I felt that same way. I was like, why didn't I have this while I was growing mm-hmm. up? Yeah. Obviously, that's... Yeah. Exactly what I wanted to do at that point, you because know? you you and I were both raised in California. Right? Yeah, we have access to those. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I'm like, and I'm like, did did we not have access, or like, did our parents not know, yeah. or want uh, the a- or or have the money for the access? Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. So I don't know if they didn't have it back then, or is this a new thing? But I know we didn't have it in Gonzalez, California. Yeah. We, our classes were outside in like trailer, little trailers. trailers. Oh yeah. man, <laughs> <laughs> we had no music, nothing. It was, it was yeah. just dirt. Um, but glad you're here. Um, and where are you originally from, Kevin? Uh, Los Angeles, California. I was born in Long Beach, running around um, Southgate, Huntington Park, Glenwood, and you LBC. Okay. Hey, well there we go. Representation. <laughs> and uh, you moved here to Arkansas when? Yeah, with my family. Uh, I was around uh, 2008. Okay, and we've we've had your sister as a as a guest on the podcast before. You were first though because you came in and you did a freestyle first, like in the early days of the podcast. Right. right. Because when I invited you mm-hmm. and I was like, "Hey, do you know where it's at?" You were like, "Oh, it's at the studio over here." Right? I'm like, "Dude, we haven't been there in four years. Yeah, right, <laughs> right, right, right. It's been a while. <laughs> it, it was back when we used to record here on the on that 
what street is that? It's in college and something else. It was like a little political office that they allowed us to yeah, have a podcast yeah, right. studio in. Who's so, your Who's yeah. your sister? Audrey. She's Audrey, an actress. Uh, yeah, actress. Okay. Audrey Romero. Okay, okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. she did a lot of good work. I think she's. Is she in school in, in, is it Chicago? Yeah, she moved to Chicago. Mm-hmm. And she's doing uh, school for acting over there, right? Yeah, she's like in some big prestige like oh, uh, theater school over there. Yeah, hey. I guess apparently like people that are on Netflix, they went there and stuff like oh, that. Oh, dang. So, Audrey's uh, so talented. Yeah, she's making some big moves. The The performance bug is kind of runs in the family. Mm, <laughs> I, saw, I saw her hyping up your album on Instagram too. Yeah, <laughs> that's cool, right? I mean, it's it's cool to just have supportive supportive siblings, you know. Besides friends, yeah, know, yeah, yeah, we're cool. That are, you know, we're cool. You know, we're, that, I, we're only like five years apart, so. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, I'm glad also that Jasper's here on the podcast because he texted me. He was like, "I want to come and hype up Kevin." Right. <laughs> yeah. I want you to know, Kevin. I'm only here to ask you all the hard questions that <laughs> Irvin probably won't ask. Out of respect. <laughs> he knows you well, And so. I'm here to further fuel the beef between you, Eddie, and Solo on who had the best verses on the lunch table. That shouldn't be a debate. That's <laughs> are you, you feel like you're number one on all the verses? Um, maybe not all of them. But uh, that definitely the intro track. Yeah, the verse track. Was, I, I gotta get you got the yeah. you the best verse. That, on that one track. and the confiscated notes. I think. Yeah, I, I was really in my zone. So y'all y'all freestyled against each other. Is that what happened, or is no, it just no? It's uh, writing EP. sessions in the same room in the same studio, mm. doing everything on the spot. So how oh, wow. how did that EP come out, come about? Like, um, so whenever Groundways first started, uh, whenever Merz came here, and. Uh, we 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 were just the the nerdy ones, I guess. You know, like like our friend Jasper and Bang were the cool ones, and That's then right. everyone else had their own like kind of style. Yeah. And uh, me, Eddie, and Solo were just like corner of the back of the lunch table kind of people, and mm. so we're just like, I guess we'll try and see uh, what what we can make. And so, um, you know, we made the lunch table album. It's out now, Spotify, Apple Music title. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's like uh, we just we're not afraid to be weird mm. and you know doofusy and so we just kind of kind of just had fun on that one and i think it worked out you said you mentioned uh that you rapped about Yu-Gi-Oh before right in your raps was it Yu-Gi-Oh? Or was oh it Pokemon? yeah probably. I, I couldn't remember the song but <laughs> i must have said something about do you try to do that more like do you try to add some like you know some nerdy lyrics up in there you know whenever you're yeah yeah and and mean stuff mm. you know <laughs> yeah finder's fee has been stuck in my head oh thank yeah you. That's yeah. like a big mean one. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean I'm, against I'm, who? I'm for all of it. You know, <laughs> I like I like the nerdy stuff. I like the mean stuff. Mm. What do you think are some of your uh, artistic uh, inspirations? People that you look up to? Yeah. Um, just just the big ones. Everyone would say, you know, like Kendrick, J Cole, Drake. Mm. Um, as far as like recording, but I think uh, I like I like everything hip hop related. Uh, even the people that get a lot of hate. Because um, I think even in, in the hip hop world, they have their place as far as like maybe having to be the bad guy for for whatever mm, whatever yeah. storyline is playing out. So I, I'm all for it. Mm. Do you like Logic? Yeah. You thought about that for a little bit too much. I don't play Logic, but Logic is cool. I, like I remember that. seeing uh, the YouTube days coming yeah. up with yeah. the with the Gumby and his music videos and stuff like that, yeah. I asked that because I know he's one of those, like, different ones. Sometimes it gets a lot of ish for... Yeah, I don't know, like, what the problem is. He has songs with Wu-Tang, like... I enjoy some of his music. (laughs) I'm not the hugest fan, but I enjoy some of his music. Do you listen to any Spanish, any Spanish rap? I don't. I wish I I knew where to look. I don't think... Mm. You got any recommendations, Migs? Uh, Do you listen to any Spanish rap? 
Man, I don't even know if it's Spanish rap, but I really like Cartel de Santa. Yeah. Uh, that's a really, like, really, like, gangster beat, like, riding in your car, mm -hmm. like, culo, <laughs> culito. <laughs> you know, anyway. <laughs> who's, who's that other guy, the, the really skinny guy that, that sang a Canelo's last fight, that, that walked with him, oh. the rapper? I, forgot I, his name. I don't know their name. Yeah. I know that there's no. like Accento, Tornillo. Right. There's there's several ones. I only there's knew like the old stuff, that. like SPM. Well, Aquid. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Aquid had some hits. You remember Aquid? Aquid? No. The, the two bald brothers? No. Latino brothers? The Cholos? Two bald, no. no. I probably, if I listen to them, be like, oh, okay. Or like uh, Mr. Capone? Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Capone. Yeah. Mr. Capone. Yeah. He was parked in the middle of Springdale one time with his Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was joking stuff. around that, about that because he would park at like Price, uh, what was Price Carter? Uh, the 10 boxes. The 10 box yeah. now. And that he would just have box. his buzz there and like you would see like yeah, girls, girls coming time. out of there. Sometimes you're <laughs> yeah. like, what the heck? Is <laughs> 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 the box. I know that a bunch of my friends, you know, when he would perform, they'd be like, oh, Mr. Capone is doing it. And, you know. Everybody thought he was Mexican, but he's Palestinian. Yeah, because he because he because he dresses up like a cholo, right? right. Yeah, and he, and he like and everything. Like, yeah, yeah. kind of like the guy from Training Day. Yeah, the guy from Training Day. Yeah, hey, he's, is that okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we love Pal we love Palestine yeah. here. So uh, us Hispanics don't really like trip like that. <laughs> 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 there, there would be some, yeah. but it's kind of more like I think. Yeah. I guess if he was making fun of it instead yeah. of trying to be it, you know, he's from, he's from the hood. He's from oh, yeah. the from the area in yeah, California. Okay. He's just like I think he was born in Palestine or something. Yeah. Um. But but yeah, I think one one of the cool things that I also wanted to talk about, which I think Jesper can also touch on, that is the Ground Waves program. Oh yeah. Um, if, if you you've been I know that you've been participating because I've been seeing you on Instagram, whether it being on your Instagram or on other people's. Um, can you tell us a little bit about what that program is and how it has helped you the past few years? Yeah, so ground waves, hip hop, open mic. Say hip hop, but they're pretty much open to, you know, whatever can get close to that. And uh, yeah, like honestly, the music scene before that, as far as like for the backpack style rapping, just wasn't really there. And so, um, and I've been making music for you know I've been writing since oh nine two thousand ten, recording since two thousand twelve. Uh, so I've seen a lot. You know, I was out here doing open mics in Dixon Street. I was you know the first. Uh, um, artist, to, local artist to be spotlight on uh, Power 105.7. And uh, so I've seen a little bit, but um, whenever MERS came here, uh, it was bringing a lot of people together. A lot of the local scene, like the community aspect of it was just, uh, it was cool to see it. Yeah. And, uh, and for what it's done for me, like, you know, I would just make music and just, and it'll go as far as my bedroom and mm -hmm. being able to see other people like get on stage and and do their thing like it's uh it's inspiring to see it in person too and uh i became a little bit better at kind of you know working a room too so mm. it's good practice i feel like it's one of those things where like where you get fed into the lion's den and you're put in a very like difficult situation and like a situation where you either perform or you choke yeah. i feel like yeah. how can you not get better in those kind of situations yeah. and the reason why ground waves worked and continues to work is because it's neutral ground. It's, uh, it, it's, the artist can look at it as like a proving ground. You know what I mean? Because, you know, before, before that was here and whenever it's not here, like there's events that are hosted by so-and-so and, -so and yeah. it, like some people are kind of like, should I go, should I not go? Because especially in the rap genre, like people have big, big heads. 
you know, big, big ego and stuff like that. And it's, sometimes it's like I've seen like ten rappers on my Instagram and say they're the best rappers. So someone's lying. <laughs> who's lying? <laughs> so who's lying? There? Uh, I, I used to have a, a buddy uh, who who does a, like a lot of big shows, and he's just been in the industry for a while. And he used to say, uh, like, the biggest divas in in uh, the industry are local artists. Mm. Well, <laughs> yeah, and, and I think out here there isn't like. Like, opposed to, like, some of the bigger cities, like, there's no map or, like, trajectory for, like, progress here. Like, mm. in, like, Chicago, you can go, all right, I know I can play this small venue, then I can play House of Blues, then I can play this, and I can play this. And you can, like, work your way up these certain right. venues yeah. and, like, get that sort of, like, affirmation of, like, oh, okay, like, I'm progressing because I did this one, I did this yeah. one. Whereas we don't really have that. And, like, Ground Waves kind of, like, fit into that space where, like... You had Murs, who was like, you know, at the top of like, you yeah. know, hip hop or whatever, and like he could like provide that like, almost that like checkpoint of like, all right, oh, you wow. got the approval from Murs, so like you're doing pretty good, you know what mm. I mean? And then like your other peers and stuff too. So like, I, I totally agree with what you're saying. Okay. Is, is that Murs, uh, the the hip hop artist from LA? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Just making sure we're all talking yeah, about the same guy here. <laughs> well, I'm also trying to get on the podcast because I. I, I think I think I I tweeted at Clint uh, from Hip Hop. What's it called? Hip Hop. Uh, hello. Yeah. And then he like told Merce like on Twitter. He was like, "Hey, you need to follow Irvin. He's a good guy." Blah blah. Then Merce followed me on on Twitter. Let's go. Um, so I'm trying to get him on the podcast because I also know he's a big pro wrestling fan. He is. So I want to talk to him about. <laughs> I mainly want to talk to him about pro wrestling. <laughs> That's kind of what what I want to talk to him about. But. Um, how do you feel, Jesper? You know, Kevin said that you were the cool kid at the, <laughs> <laughs> the ground. How do you take that in? And and then, and then also, like, what is your perception of, of Kevin and of the folks that he named and, and as in, like, the people that were kind of, like, on the other side? Yeah, it's it, – on one hand, it's humbling. On the other hand, it's like I don't, like, necessarily view myself like that. Like, I don't mm. know Bang and I, like, view ourselves like that. Like, every ground wave like – we've like we come and like we see like people you know like kevin and like eddie and like it's like oh dang like i don't know it's like that like oh it's like two two ways of it. it's like on a competition base like because we i feel like we're all cut from that like competition cloth like we want to get better and like we want to be like you want to be better than like whatever like just like not on like some personal stuff but like mm -hmm. Just as, like, that's the sport of, like, rap is to mm -hmm. be, like, all right, who got the fire verse? Who got the, you know what I mean? And so, like, every ground waves, you would just be, like, oh, okay, like, I need to come harder because mm -hmm. they're doing stuff. And, like, especially with Kevin, man, I, like, Kevin and, like, when you, when y'all did that, when y'all did that EP, that was, like, kind of, like, a little, a wake-up call for Bang and I to be, like, all right, <laughs> yo, we need to, <laughs> we need to, we need to, we need to, like, keep going because uh the, these guys are like they're good they like right on mm. our heels you know what i mean like and so like it's 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 always fun like mm. to see it. and like i think like i bet i've i was listening to your, to your album today and i was kind of surprised by the uh like the beat selection of it yeah because it's way more mainstream sounding than like i would expect from like you and like from watching like your performance at the library a few weeks ago like right. those beats were like very like punchy yeah very punchy and like these ones are very like like hard hitting like accessible to everybody like this is like you were like trying to say like all right now nah, i'm like coming for whatever the top spot is i'm coming for that 
I appreciate that, man. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I, what What was the like? What was the reasoning behind that? And like the beat selection. Does that make sense? Yeah. All, I mean, I just feel very comfortable um, with those beats. Um, I feel like my style over the years has grown a little bit more on like an aggressive, edgy, mm. punchy uh, kind of sound. And when you've been rapping for 10 plus years, like you've heard a, a bazillion beats. Yeah. And so, you know, that's just kind of what, what, uh, you know, I took my time picking out the beats and uh, that producer is, uh, some, I was going to uh, ask. Who yeah. Is, he's an internet friend, just okay. internet friend uh, from, uh, from Germany, I believe. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it just it just worked out that way. I just I just like them. I was also gonna say like you put a lot of songs that you perform, you know, on this album, which yeah. I thought was really cool. You know, because I've been to Ground Waves and stuff, and it kind of got like all those vibes again. You right, know? right. And I I felt troubled for a while because it's like people knew my songs; they weren't even out, and uh, I was trying to catch up on on the studio side of things, and mm. so yeah. Um, yeah, I was yeah, surprised were, Banquet wasn't. I was like, wait, you've never released Banquet? Mm. <laughs> so. Yes, yeah, yeah, about time, about time. But yeah, yeah there there would be times where I'd be doing a lot of in person work and I didn't have anything to point people to. But we've caught up now and we're here at District Three Podcast. Hey. Okay. I was hey. uh, you, the Hip Hop Hello episode's coming out. I was hey. on Power One Hundred Five Point Three. Hey, and yeah. uh, on Saturday night. So that's kind of cool, you know. Yeah. It'd be different if it was like they play you on like Wednesday on at like two p.m. Or yeah. <laughs> um, but but yeah, so oh. far I've gotten a lot of uh, positive reaction and feedback from the album. Um, so it's it's just it's just a, gr- a great feeling, you know. So the album just released uh, last week called uh, "Hit the Fuse," and people can listen to it everywhere. They can download music, right? Yeah, that's um, right. Anything anything else that you want to talk about the like? Album-wise, like, why you made the album? Why did you make the album the way it is? Like, was there a specific theme for this album, or were you just trying to give people, like, a little bit of everything? Yeah, um, I just wanted to rap. So um, just, you know, going hard on the mic type of stuff. But then also I start off uh, with the intro kind of talking about how, because I worked on this album pretty much um, for, like, a year and a half, two years mm-hmm. or so, and a lot of it was uh, – was just seeing how the world kind of was changing in 2020, you know, because mm-hmm. it was, it was kind of hot, um, just politically. Um, and then with the protests, president, uh, COVID, and, uh, you know, it was kind of shaking people up, uh, shaking people up a lot to where, like, maybe they were, I guess, arguably a little over-emotional, maybe too sensitive. Mm. And uh, everyone had strong opinions during that time. And it's like, all of a sudden, everyone became experts at, you know, what shot to take and who to vote for. It's like mm. you were just posting on, that you were taking shots on Dixon Street the week before. <laughs> and so it's like it was it was a little bit weird going through that time. Mm. And everybody wanted a trauma dump on me. Mm. And I've always been the kind of person to just like I'm, I'm more chill, yeah. you know, and. Uh, you know, you explode too many times around someone, you, you know, they, they're probably going to want to explode too. So mm, yeah. that's kind of how I came around to making Try- the Hit the Fuse album. I see now. I see now. I see, <laughs> like, hearing this, like, I see where, like, 
the aggressive Kevin comes from. Like, I, I see it. Don't now. trauma, trauma dump on I Kevin. I see it now. Like, yeah. if that's you, that's been trauma dumping on Kevin. You just, <laughs> hey, y'all better stop messing with my yo. You want three more albums? Keep on trauma. Yeah, yeah. hey man, I, I got some trauma to dump. <laughs> no, but for real, yeah, trauma. At some point, you know, I, I think I've already let it go. You know, because yeah. I'm not gonna do hit the fuse two, hit the fuse three. Hit, I'm just going to move on to make the music that I like and go from there. Well, also... Hit him in 10 years with a comeback. (laughs) (laughs) So there was that side of it. And then, like, from... There was another side of it when I was listening to it, like, especially with Up, the the last joint, Up and Ready. Is it called? Up and Away. Up and Away. Up and Away. Um, And then with... Think eyes red is eyes red, yeah, which yeah. is probably my favorite beat Let's that go. I've heard okay. in so long, bro. Like that is such a great beat. Thank you. Um, but there's this theme of like you kind of going away from the like the the like corporate Kevin, because like at, at first it was like like when I first heard you at Ground Waves, you were kind of leaning into it. You was like, right, yeah, I'm the I'm the guy, I'm the rapper, but I'm also the guy that's gonna work this nine to five, do this and do this. And now it's like you're kind of like, nah, kind of like you're getting away from that. Like, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, you know, it's uh, you know, corporate contra, and then trying to get away <laughs> from that and chase your dreams. Yeah. Um, also, I was trying to figure out how I fit in in the area because I know mm. there's a lot of like like opportunities and stages here that it's you know probably better to just be PG and yeah. I was trying to see mm. if maybe that's the route I need to take and that's real. I mm. I tried for a few years but you know my heart was telling me I needed to say things the way I needed to say them mm. and uh you know I just that's I, this is me kind of like leaning more towards that side of I wonder if I wonder if that's yeah. everywhere or if that's more if we feel that more here because of all the companies and stuff that we have corporations here in Northwest Arkansas where it's like you have to be kind of mindful. Yeah. Because someone might take something the wrong way and it's like you don't even mean it that way and yeah. it can end, end up losing your job. I think it goes to what Jasper was saying earlier. Like you know you go to somewhere like Chicago and they have all these venues, so therefore you got at least a hundred venues, small venues, and you can go to, and you can just do whatever. But since here like th- they're so concentrated, yeah. you know, like everyone's kind of going into one you kind of gotta keep it censored because you know you're not in the at this venue where it's like the hood venue and you can just cuss and go ahead like the troubadour or something you know like but yeah (laughs) the venues right now jj's the momentary crystal bridges what else are are venues that are recognized as in like you're doing all you're doing all right I mean, I confuse George's with JJ's, but yeah. yeah. Well, I think you also got to remember, like these are like the momentary is new. Like these are like brand. Like these aren't. George's is the oldest, probably the oldest one that's like the most recognizable of like the area where you. Uh, But even that is not becoming as like George's is like the whiskey a go go of Arkansas. Yeah, it's like Mm. even that is not. What does that mean, mean, Mix? The whiskey a go go is just like a popular like music club in L.A. Uh, Yeah, and that would be like the flagship one here would be the George's, you know. Yeah, but even like even George's is not like it. I don't know if it still has that same esteem as it did. You know, say like 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. Now and, that you have places like the Momentary. And JJ's is bringing in a lot and of And JJ's is too. bringing in a lot of spaces. Yeah. But yeah. also, these spaces, these spaces aren't really letting local, like, they, yeah. they don't really have, like, a, a lot of local artists aren't playing. The, the, therefore, kind of known, maybe has been kind of 
people. It's because the people, <laughs> the people like I'm not trying to, I'm not gonna burn any bridges for y'all, but I'm just saying this is my opinion, my opinion yeah. only. <laughs> the people that are in charge of bringing artists, they're not really well connected to the community, really. It's, so it's yeah. kind of like hard for them to see, you know, the Kevins, you yeah. know, sometimes, and and that sucks. Yeah. Like there needs to be more awareness of like the people that are putting in work in the community. Because I mean, I think about like the amp too. You know, yeah. the amp is that's for big, big right. artists. Uh, Miguel here is the the director of cameras at the amp, and uh, that call we duty were, director. I finally, <laughs> when, I to, when I used to say film, you were like it's director. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so it's like I guess that would be uh, that would be seen probably as the biggest venue, right? Yeah. So I, th- I want to say like I mean, if you yeah, could do that, like if you could like, like twelve, because eleven five actually okay. that's the number. They would probably never allow just a local artist to like headline the amp. Yeah, It'd have to be like everybody together, kind yeah. of. Or to yeah. open, I mean, they did for Lana. They had um, local yeah, every once in a while, the artist asks for somebody local, and then they'll bring right. somebody local, yeah. and then they have maybe their people. Uh, I don't think I can discuss what happened with the Arkansas thing, but they made it happen and it worked mm. out. Was it Arkansas? But, 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 yeah, but before, like, I remember last year they used to have where they used to go in the bar area, and they pretty much made that little bar area like a club, yeah, uh, so, so they'll play them up there. DJ Susie, Susie Q, Q was, Q up, was there. up there, yeah. Uh, Pluma. Oh no, no, she was down at the underground. Yeah, she was down. Oh. But but what they used to do is that bar area up top. Uh, that whole area was just a little club. So they used to put a little stage up in the corner. Oh, dope. And, and then for local artists and stuff like that. I haven't seen them do it this 2023, but I know they did it a few times 2022. Oh, and wow. I thought that yeah. was really cool. That is cool. So, Kevin, for you, what, what do you see as, like, your goals in music? What do you want to do when you think about let, it? Let me chime in on the venue part because, like, I think it's interesting because I feel like um, it's always been like this for a, a long time. Um, like, the Dixon Street... Like, they have their set of artists, you know what I mean? It's more like like the club bangers kind of stuff. And then, then you have, like, something a little bit more PG, so someone that's not cussing on their songs, but it's mm. still hip-hop. Mm. You know what I mean? Then you got, like, the Walmart amp where it's only, like, the big-timers kind of thing. Yeah. And so, like, you know, I kind of fit in, like, like a backpack style of rapping, um, but it's also, like, I'm saying some some stuff in there that, that may be a little bit rated R too. So it's like, it's hard for me to fit in places like that. But yeah. it's also, it's it's also not fair for an artist like me or anyone to place blame on the venue mm. because you can go rent out a hall in Springdale or whatever for like 200 for the night. And I can, I can find five other artists that yeah. are down to perform and then charge for water or charge at the door or whatever it is and make something like that happen. And the community, the local scene here, um, it's a strong community, but I don't know how, like, we can't manage a group chat. Um, I was going to say that, um, that yeah, like, like uh, what's her name? DJ CCK oh, and, and Ra- Raquel. Yeah. Ra- I was going to call her something else, but Raquel. <laughs> Raquel. <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, like, she's been doing that and taking it upon yeah, herself, yeah. but renting little places out and putting on these shows. And the ones I've been to have looked fairly successful. So, yeah, you're right. That is a really good way of doing it. But, you yeah. know, you need to have your right. bases covered. You need to make sure that people show up or you're just yeah. out. Can you follow up on that group chat thing? Well, yeah, we have, like, Groundways group chats. Yeah. It's people, who, like, I make music in the group yeah. chat, but it's, like, so do you, you think know, it has to get to the point where it's like, yo, let's let's meet up and talk about um, this? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, cause yeah I, let's meet up. And and I've thrown out, hey, let's yeah. go get chicken and mutton nay before. And Cause we have, I get left on red. Well, we have a group <laughs> chat for uh, our pro wrestling company too, yeah. right? And and we, we're talking about like, hey, someone needs to write this email. Someone needs to create this graphic. Yeah. But then like 
I would say probably 70% of the time there's no follow-up. So I got to the point where I was like, hey, let's meet up. Let's go get a drink and let's talk about this in person. Let's take notes and let's, let's like direct what every person's going to do, like what role every person's going to take. And then from there, that's kind of when we started seeing a little bit more structure. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, but yeah, it's unfortunate. I mean, everybody has their own kind of like their own uh, how much they want to commit to something. And right. it sounds like you're like you're already thinking like let's get a venue, let's do all these people. Right. And you probably got to find people that think the same way that you do right. if you're really gonna make it happen. Yeah. And, and the communication problem, it's not yeah. only small artists. It's it's Everywhere. it's an Arkansas yeah. thing, man. Like no no like commissions here like speak to each other. So they're putting we have nothing going on for the month, and then one weekend we and have everything so. going on because yeah. nobody yeah. talked to each other. Yeah. yeah, like I mean this is a this is a known thing. Well, and I think I wonder too if it's like because like the 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 soil is so like fresh in a sense that like nobody's popped for anything right yeah. like nobody like art like this place isn't famous for one artist or somebody doing something that's yeah. like, you know what i mean like we don't have anything I think like the last one yet. was like johnny cash maybe that, yeah that was or really i mean even like like hey. uh like 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 format fest like you know what i mean like everybody's trying to be the first to do something out here and so yeah. that there's a reason why people ain't communicating yeah like they trying to get to it first. They want yeah. to be the first one. Yeah, you're right. Like, you're right. It's like, you know what I mean? it's like a new artist, right? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. Right, right. So going back to the, the question I had asked you, um, what are some of your of your goals and aspirations in the in the music industry here? Like what do you what do you want to accomplish? Um, just little by little. You know, like this kind of stuff doesn't come overnight. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, having the patience for it is uh is something I feel like I can do. So just uh just growing online. I think I'm just gonna try and focus to grow online, and uh, now that I have uh, like uh, like a body of work that I can point people to, like mm. I'm more inclined to to do more shows out here mm. and work with people and that sort of thing. Because I think that was just the only thing holding me back. But mm. now that it now that it's out, it's all go time, mm. and uh, just wherever it takes me, I guess. Like I don't I don't see myself ever stopping. It's, I mean, in high school, you saw me mm. on the talent shows and mm-hmm. and doing my thing, and back then I sucked. And so I didn't stop. Like, you know, you write a bad song, you don't care. You just keep going. I mean, how how else are you going to grow if you don't start at one point where maybe you're just not, you know, at your best? Right. No one ever starts at their best. Right. Like, and I remember at the right here at the, the workshop, the songwriting workshop, um, there's people who only had two to three songs to their name. And they would be like, what do you think about my song? And I'm like, don't judge it too much. Like, mm-hmm. let yourself write 10 songs, 20 songs, and mm-hmm. then, you know, you'll start you'll start seeing where you need to go and what you need to change but you know some people like they like what what do you think about this rhyme you think it was a good rhyme like it's just one rhyme like don't judge yourself too much and you know allow yourself to fail and uh and just adjust and keep going so Mm. that's just kind of what i plan to do we'll just see how far we take it i was thinking about like what i said earlier i said something about how like 10 artists on my instagram say that they're the best and who who really is the best kind of thing but then i'm thinking to myself i was like thinking about that i'm like you kind of have to think that you're the best, kind of right? Is there some like doesn't that doesn't there have to be think, some sort of ego yeah, in there you got, to you got for you to actually like commit and like put the hard work? I saw don't a you? TikTok where it said uh, where Carlos Santana was talking about how how do you expect to give someone else chills with your music if you don't even get chills from it yourself? Mm-hmm. And like mm-hmm. since I've been writing for a long time, I can tell whenever someone's rapping, they don't even believe it, mm-hmm. that they don't even like those songs that they just wrote. Oh damn. 
I just keep it to myself. Yeah, we're going to use that. That's the clip we're choosing. How do you tell, like, if you have if you have a friend that's rapping, I mean, obviously, y'all are rappers, too, but how do you tell your friend, like, you got to work on this, like, without offending them? When they're not asking for your opinion. Oh, if it's rap, they should they should, they gotta have some type of thick skin, and if and if they're your friend, like drop the truth bomb on your friend, you know. Yeah. So, what about if they're not good and they're yeah. like, Kevin, I need to know if I'm good. Like, should I should I put all invest all Keep my money into bro. this? No, no, I mean, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> just you have to be okay with with if it takes a year, two, three, yeah. or whatever it is. You know, mm. like you have to be okay with yeah. the, with the process with the grind. I feel, go ahead. I was gonna say I feel like you want to be good like in anything. You gotta learn how to take critique, and it you have to learn how to take critique. That takes a while because I mean before I mean I remember when somebody used to be like it's okay. I used to be like <gasps> yeah. heartbroken, you know. Like they didn't say it was bad. They didn't say it was anything. But I, you know, you spend so much time on something. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, and and that all grows along with writing your verses, learning how to take critique. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all like. I don't know. I think it all goes together. So you need to build up that tolerance. Is it just me or does it feel like, and we don't have to throw, uh, throw shots at people, but is it, does it feel like y'all like in the rapping community on the, well, I guess, I guess it would be the rap community. There isn't a lot of peer support here in the area. Like it's just peer support. Like, like, uh, like people that are, that are rapping alongside you that there isn't a lot of like, Hey, let's, work together hey let's let me promote your show right no like there's, f- there's a lot of there's a lot of big heads big eagles and i just feel like everybody's doing their own thing kind of thing and i, then you I find know from my experience with groundways i feel like we all rock with each other yeah you know um, that's that's kind of, but you know that kind of stuff can be deceiving who knows but no but <laughs> we're, we're all cool at groundways you know like but i i have sent out emails to people outside of the groundways community as far as like 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 the Dixon Street peoples and stuff mm. like that and um, the Fable and, and uh, it just th- there's 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 something in the way there yeah mm. yeah, yeah that's a good way okay yeah because yeah, I I mean I've obviously talked to several artists in here and and, and I feel like a lot of you all are on are like usually perform in different areas you know so it's just kind of like I sometimes think have you even met this person before you probably have maybe maybe they did work with you maybe they didn't work with you but I don't know I guess I just wish that there would be more like unity and people wanting to work with each other and then people being on each other's right. songs and stuff like yeah. that but it is I guess in a way kind of friendly competition right uh, to some extent yeah I mean and also like there there aren't a lot of spaces where like you would like you could come into contact with a lot of different artists unless you like really outside like ground waves was like one of the first spaces where like that like I went to that like I could like actually come into contact with other artists. Like I don't know mm. if I would have ran across Ke- maybe I don't know if I would have ran across Kevin had I not gone to Ground Waves. Mm. You know what I mean? Like just or like vice versa. Like I don't really be outside like at places unless I'm like performing at a place or whatever. Like I don't know if I there's a lot of people I don't know if I would have ran into. And so like if we have more spaces, more like diverse spaces for mm. those like people could the, connect the neutral ground yeah works, we have more you know, neutral like, ground maybe yeah. it's not me hosting the hall that we rent out yeah but maybe it's someone like you know a big name like bambi or just you know sam lopez people who are like you know who have always been around mm-hmm. like do, big, do, they know how to like move the internet yeah. um on on a local do you think ground waves worked in, in that aspect because like mers was kind of like 
the central figure that people respected. So people were able to kind of come in a neutral ground and work together and be in the same room and just share ideas and stuff. Do you think it, that it, was the it, biggest? It felt like a shared environment. Yeah. You know, mm. like Merz wasn't hogging or, mm. or nothing. You know, I mean, everyone yeah. had their time. So what, what do you think are some of the biggest takeaways on, on advice that Merz has given you? Like, what, what do you think is, is some of the best advice that you've received from him? Um, and that's a loaded question, so you can think about it for a little bit yeah, if you want. Yeah, I mean, MERS, MERS, MERS is cool. I mean, I, we get each other, I guess, like, you know. Um, he just told me to just believe in myself, you know, and I feel like I, I do, you know, so. Mm. Um, but Did you get any, any takeaways from, from uh, your interaction with MERS? Justin. Yeah, I'm 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 processing trying to think like the heaviest maybe thing this he is, told me was like he's like Kevin, you're dope, like just go. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like I told him he's like, How far do you want to take it? I'm like, Well, like in this uh in the world of the internet, like one song can blow you up, so like I just take my chance every time I post or do something. Mm. And he's all like he's all like, just remember like the same way that someone's sitting down on one slot machine pressing the button, there's someone next to you with two hands playing two slot machines yeah. at the same time. So it's just like, mm. just as, as much, uh, you kind of have to keep track of the amount of work yeah. that you're oh, wow. doing and how much you're committing to. So um, he did, he did definitely talked to me about just a level of commitment. Oh, wow. Did, did you have time to reflect? I was going to say, I, most m- the the best things that Mercer said to me, I don't know if I could repeat them, but like <laughs> they, he, he talks in like stories, which I'm sure he's told you like some crazy, like he just has a bunch of crazy stories just from like, lessons that he's learned like in the industry with people and stuff but like the commitment thing is always a big thing that he talks about it's like if commitment is like success is like uh it's like a religion like you got to sacrifice something to get it like whether that's time sleep or whatever like you know you gotta you gotta you gotta make that sacrifice to get it so oh wow Sometimes your your character and your morals and your principles some, hey some people do that get some cut people through, do that. And so you kind of have to weigh out you know what's worth it yeah wow and kevin you like your performance is really great you you. know i feel like a part of it too is like the guys that that are there and they know like every lyric you know um but has ground waves helped like improve that yeah no for sure you know it's not every day that i get to hold a mic in front of like you know 50 people or so and and uh and get a room you know to jump and and yell or whatever it is so um being able to do that, like, you know, once a month when Ground Waste is on, like, it, it helps. It's good practice. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about nerdy stuff now. Because uh, <laughs> sometimes you pull up on my TikTok and I see some uh, Pokemon stuff. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I do whatever I want. Hey, I'm, I'm not judging. I, want, I ain't judging, know? bro. I don't, like, I don't care. I don't have hey. to fit nothing. Exactly, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll Imagine. Yeah, Snorlight, go hard. Pokemon Go raps better than you. But yeah, it's fun. I like, I like doing whatever I like. I, I used to be a big Yu-Gi-Oh fan and then I kind of refound my, my passion about two years ago because I learned that two of my friends still have Yu-Gi-Oh cards. I'm like, let me go buy Yu-Gi-Oh cards. So I bought mm. Yu-Gi-Oh cards again. Like I collected all the ones that I couldn't afford when I was yeah. 13. And like we play sometimes, you know, we, we come together, play Yu-Gi-Oh and like drink some cider or something. And uh, but but you're still. A big Pokemon fan, right? Yeah, I like Pokemon. Because it's, you know, look. I'll be out there at Beneville Square, you know, just doing the Pokemon yeah. Go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Farmer's Market Saturday mornings. Are they still, like, are you still, like, able to find new Pokemons in that Pokemon Go? Like, Yeah, that- yeah. That's, that's what I like about games like that where, like, it's the same game. You don't have to buy 
the second version of like how Call of Duty is like DLCs. Just, you know, it's like it's like Fortnite. It's just season after season. Like that's how my favorite games are. It's just mm. like oh, wow. you know, you stay to that same game, and it's a new season. Something changes. Mm. What do you think you like about Pokemon? What do you think is the like the basis to why it's um, kept your attention? Like for I just so like long. collecting. You know, like just mm. I have. You go into my. I, I don't know if I posted a lot of pictures on Instagram of, of my my room where I record and stuff, but I got. Um, a whole bunch of Star Wars stuff too. I like Star Wars no just shit. as much, and I got like action figures that still have like the KB toy sticker on them that says like two ninety nine. Oh, They're probably worth like you know two hundred percent more oh, or whatever sure. it is. Yeah, KB and, uh, toys, man. That's <laughs> wow. Yeah, from California. I don't know yeah. where if they had that over here in the South Midwest or whatever, yeah. but um, yeah, I got Kylo Ren lightsabers. I got TV guide uh, little booklets with the Star Wars covers on them, you know, in mint condition and stuff mm, like that. Yeah. So, that's oh, so cool, man. I got Star Wars Legos. Just. I'm building I'm building my uh, man cave right now at home. So we have yeah, a room that's kind of like a half man cave, half uh, half office space. Mm. And I have, like, stuff that I couldn't buy when I was younger. Like, I have that, you know that Buzz Lightyear that was very, like, popular, like, in the uh, like yeah. mid-90s? It's, like, about this big. Yeah. Yeah. And you yeah. press the button and the little thing in the back would go off. Like, <laughs> I bought that at a thrift store for, like, nice. I think it was, like, 25 cents. Oh, wow. Well. I was like, bro, this used to be, like, $80 yeah. when it came out. And I have it in my in my man cave. I have my yeah. pro wrestling belts, Yu-Gi-Oh stuff, Harry Potter stuff. Yeah. And I don't know. It just it just makes me happy, you know. Like it's yeah. just I don't know something about I guess maybe because back then I didn't have to pay bills and I didn't have to yeah. worry about all these adult problems. You yeah. can just enjoy yourself, and something about it makes me happy. So I completely understand the whole no, heck yeah. the whole Pokemon thing, and I encourage everybody to find something you know that makes them happy. If it's not nostalgic, you know what is it? All right. Also, you, do what you want to yeah, do. Yeah, you convince you know what me. I mean? Like, <laughs> what you gonna do? What you gonna yeah. do? I, I, I'm gonna get that NWO like a championship ring. Yeah, I've been wanting that for you a while. Yeah, but but it's like four or hundred bucks now. Oh, wow. Yeah, and, and and I'm like, you know, like I don't need that. But no. nah, you need it. If, yeah, if you're gonna do it, <laughs> I, I recommend when you go to Florida the next time. Uh, Hulk Hogan has his little w- yeah, store. W- you said that before. We're in Florida. Clearwater. Where's that by? It's like it's probably like 30, 40 minutes from Orlando. Okay, so I can he do has that. one of his stores there, and he has that bell for sale. And it's like four hundred, five hundred dollars, yeah. and it's like his signature NWO on it. Oh, okay. So if you're gonna spend that much money, might as well get one. Like, yeah. it's, it's original. Man, oh, yeah, I, I would, I would definitely, it. yeah, I would definitely buy the original for no matter. He has it for five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> he has it for five hundred. So yeah. that's crazy. I, I mean, I think that's kind of how I got into shoes too, man. Just like all these shoes you couldn't afford yeah, when yeah. you were a little kid, you know, yeah, and then yeah. all of a sudden that's you're true. like, oh fuck, I, you can yeah. get them. <laughs> that's me with shoes. Shoes. Yeah. I have I have never been like a shoe person like to focus Especially, like anything with like icy blue bottoms or gum bottoms like yeah. when I was a kid. Yeah. I mean, you you have to find what makes you happy. Hopefully, you don't spend too much money. Hopefully, you still have enough money for like mortgage and rent. And stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, if you buy, if you work you work too damn hard not to buy yourself whatever whatever you want. Uh, and and then, my whole house is a man cave, so think about that. Yeah. I got a lot to film. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, besides, you're also you're also a pro wrestling fan too, right? Like like me and Migs over here. Yeah, WWE. Hey, yeah. yeah. Have you have you gone to a show yet? I've gone to one one time. Um, it must have been like 2009, but went to Little Rock for Monday Night Raw. Oh damn! Um, I saw MVP, Santino Marella. Well, that um, was like John Cena was there. DX was back together during that time for a little uh, that's bit. That's cool. They lost, I think, the, which sucked. But I bought. Uh, the glow sticks. I have my DX shirt. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, it was. It was. But people love John Cena. Like, dude's like, you know what I mean? Like, 
Yeah. Migs and like I, the face of it, so. Migs and I and uh, Frisco Kid are trying to go to WrestleMania together in yeah, Philadelphia uh, <laughs> next year. So hopefully, we I can. think Little Rock's gonna have another Monday night. Yeah, it's I next think. month. I yeah, think. I think, I think so. it's next so. month. Does Monday night just go diff- city to city? Yeah, it's all traveling all tours. Travel? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Monday night Raw and then the, right uh, there. SmackDown. They're two the different shows and they all travel. Yeah, That's the one that I went to when I missed the the award. Okay. Yeah. But. And then there's AEW. I've, we've gone to. I've, yeah. I saw Migs at a kind of like a, a music tour for <laughs> wrestlers. Yeah. I saw Migs at an AEW show before I really knew him. Like he was oh, like really? he got really good seats. He was like right next to the ramp. I was uh, like, yeah. Bro, yeah. On this. I was going on. Yeah, man. I saw him pass, pass pass by with his drink in his hand. I'm like, yeah. dude, I'm over here in the nose. I, I was gonna say uh, FTR, <laughs> the AEW tag team champions or whatever at the time. Yeah. I, I got to pour beer down their uh, down their mouth because they came up and I guess they had gone to commercial. But the guy comes up to me and he, I and I saw him like looking at me on the <laughs> way down. Yeah. You know, and, and and I told the girls next to me like he looked at me. Mm-hmm. They were like, no, he didn't. <laughs> and, and then like, and then on the way back, he comes right out to me, dude. And he points at my modelo that I'm drinking, and then yeah, and he just pours his head back, yeah. and I'm like, what? Pull! <laughs> just start pointing, down, and then I re- and then I regret it because I had like a cold one like on the floor, and I and I gave him the warm one. Oh. Yeah, dude, I was like, oh, that sucks. I could have took one second and poured cold you beer down no, his throat. No picture and video of this ever happening, right? Because I was doing the commercial <laughs> yeah, 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 no, like, uh, I, yeah, I think my friend was like, I should have recorded that. And I was like, you didn't? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And going back to you, Kevin, uh, one of the questions that we like to ask people is, what do you do to take care of your mental health? If you do something. Um, I, I like the quiet. Mm. I like the quiet, you know, sometimes. Like, you know, I'm just riding in a car. It'll be like, you know, you don't have the radio on. I'm like, oh, I was... Been in my head for like a good ten minutes, huh? <laughs> yeah, just just quiet, I guess. It, it helps. I, I can relate to that though too, because my wife likes to listen to, to music all the time when we're in the car, and there's sometimes uh, where I yeah. don't put music at all, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Hey, like, can you put some music on?" And I'm like, "I'm just enjoying this." Yeah. Showers and coffee feel spiritual sometimes too. Like mm. it's just showers yeah. and coffee. Mm-hmm. Meditate at the same time. No. No, but that silence, man. I, I do that too all the time. Sometimes I just take drives just to think with the with the radio off, yeah. and then yeah. yeah. But as soon as somebody gets in my car and they're like, "Wife is." Off, you know, like boom, yeah. blast it. Oh, okay, here we go. I'm getting old because I used to be that guy, you know, volume all the way up, fucking yeah, <laughs> cruising. What do you guys do for for that too? For mental health, uh, y'all want to start? I gotta think about it for a little bit. <laughs> uh, I, I believe uh, that for my mental health, uh, I think, uh, like I said, those cruises of me just uh, riding around thinking yeah. by myself with the music off. I, I, yeah, I, I, I used to like to drive a lot, and then now I have, uh, uh, I have uh, like the luxury of being able to take time off and rest and really like, you know, just relax and not go about work because before it was always constantly work, work, work. If I'm not working, how am I going to get work? And then now yeah. I just get to like, yeah, I f- man, I'm just been so like I feel like in a good state of mind lately because of it. That's yeah, good. That's good. Yeah. Ice cream. Trying new restaurants. <laughs> At Jasper. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I thought you said ice cream. No. Ice cream. Ice cream. Ice cream. The food, not not me. Yeah, Screaming. Especially now. How about you, Jasper? Uh, dang. I I like to like. You better have a good answer because your, your sister's a, a mental my, health my advocate. Mental <laughs> advocate. I know. Yeah. Um, I go, I, I do the therapy thing. Mm. Um, I like to, I mean, I like the stillness and the quiet too. 
Um, that helps. I like walks, uh, bike rides. We try to read more. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Reading. Um, and I then I just like being audio. with being with family and stuff. Mm. I think for me, yeah. it's probably spending time with my wife and dog together nice. at the same time. Yeah. A walk. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. going or playing with our dog Dookie in the back in the backyard. You got two dogs? One. One dog. His name's Dookie. We call him Dookie. Okay. Uh, yeah. and, and we go to the back and just throw the ball and just be outside. Yeah. And I don't know that there's a piece for me there that nothing else mm-hmm. yeah. gives me. Um, and where, where can people uh, catch you on social media, Kevin, if they want to follow you? Kevin Contra 94. I'm most active on Instagram. Um, I don't really juggle anything else. But, mm-hmm. uh, Instagram, Kevin Contra 94. Um, my music on everywhere. Um, that's just kind of what I stick to. Mm. What about other Pokemon fans and they're on TikTok? Where do they follow you there? <laughs> yeah, Kevin Contra. I just, you know. And they can catch your album where again? Hit the Fuse, Apple Music, Spotify. Just how it sounds. Hit the Fuse. Hit the Fuse. There we go. Well, I appreciate you making the time to be here. Yeah, thanks for having Uh, me. Looking forward to... I was going to say, quick question. I've been trying to do this, and I'm I'm asking here live on the air, guys. (laughs) Um, uh, uh, Would you be cool if we play, like, one song? Like, as we close the... Yeah, my radio-friendly records on the album is Banquet. And uh, True Love. Which one would you recommend we play when we true end it? True Love. That's uh, the one, yeah. Yeah, uh, True Love. True Love. Okay. True love? Just don't copyright us, okay? If oh, no, yeah. 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 We use it whenever. It's fine. So True yeah. Love. Yeah, True Love. Sounds Hit good. Well, that's the end of episode 220 of the District 3 podcast. My name is Edivine. This is Elena. And I'm Migs. I'm Jasper. And we're going to end the show with one of Kevin Contra's songs, True Love. True Love. Out hey. now. True love, here it goes. So thank you all for listening and uh, enjoy the song.